Welcome to this edition of Brave Hearts, where we hope to increase your awareness and understanding of what homelessness looks like and some of the many organizations working on solutions to improve the homeless crisis. We are your hosts, William Wallace and Betty Louise, and these are the Brave Hearts. Part four of Jamal Walker on the empathy and forgiveness we need to address these crises. So we have to have empathy for one another and we have to be willing to forgive each other in advance for the mistakes that we've already made and the mistakes that we're going to make. In uh, my organization, Creating Communities Beyond Bias, we have a set of agreements that we ask everyone to adhere to when we enter into discussion or workshops. You know, forgiving people in advance. We all need forgiveness for um, being imperfect, for trying to manage this human experience with all of the trauma that we all endure at some point in our lives, at various points in our lives, and try to remain human. Since you are so familiar with this community and all it all it is, you know, its mm-hmm. shortcomings as as well as you've been here for thirty years, so there's something that must have kept you here. Mm-hmm. What do you want the community to know? Moving more and more towards this place of what we call inclusion, common humanity, compassionate action. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that just like any community, it starts with really taking the inner journey and looking at where do I come up against my own edges and by edges I mean like what are the areas that I run up against in my own thinking and my own belief systems that cause me to uh, want to either um, mistreat someone else or not acknowledge the mistreatment that's happening to someone else. Yeah, what are, what are my own internal triggers? Where does my belief system stop me from being able to be more compassionate? What are the things that I learned about this group of people or that group of people that are not true? Do you have any stories of humanness that you would like to share at the end here? Well, you know, I'll share a favorite story that uh, many years ago I was, had been uh, married to my then wife at the time for maybe a year. And we went out, so this is about oh, 19, 20 years ago. And we went up to Nevada City to one of the local watering holes to go just party and dance. And uh, we were with her sister and brother-in-law. And we got there a little early, so weren't very many people uh, in the establishment. And there was this this man of uh, European descent. Um, Incidentally, I don't refer to white people as white people anymore because white is not a people. Um, Okay, I like uh, that. So, Mm -hmm. a man of European descent who uh, looked at me as soon as we walked in the door, uh, especially because my wife is of European, my ex-wife is of European descent. Um, as soon as we walked in the door, he looked at me like he wasn't happy to see me with this European woman. So they all noticed it and felt it, my wife and I and, and, and her family. And uh, they were a little nervous about it. And uh, so I walked up to him, smiled and said, hi, how you doing? 
My name is Jamal. What's your name? He told me his name. And then he says, so you like white women? Now, I could have chosen to be offended, but I chose to take a different tack. And I said, well, I guess so. I married her. And then I chuckled and he chuckled. And then the rest of the night was fine. We stayed there all evening, partied down and he was there. And every time I would catch his gaze, he was smiling. Mm. Mm. No more negative energy, no tension. And uh, we had a great night. Mm. And so, um, you know, I like to tell that story because, um, you know, I think it's very, very true that often in situations like that where, where people are, you know, coming with a negative attitude, I always have a choice on how I want to deal with that. I can choose. Sometimes I think people choose to be offended. And a lot of that comes from whatever level of work they've done or not done on their own wounding. And, um, and so sometimes we lead with our wounding. He was leading with whatever his wounding was. And I chose to interrupt that by not leading with whatever my wounding was. Mm. And, uh, and it totally changed the entire dynamic of that situation. And we, we do have a choice. Yeah. We do have a choice of how to, you know, we can either respond or we can react. Mm -hmm. And it all depends on, you know, what we desire to get out of the situation. Yeah. So. Oh, beautiful story. I love that. I love that so much. Well, thank you so much for sharing yourself with Nevada County and with us here on Bravehearts. Right on. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us today. Our hope is this segment has opened your heart and mind. Be well and be kind. This project was made possible with support from California Humanities, a nonprofit partner of the National Endowment for the Humanities. Please visit calhum.org.